0: hey everybody oh man good good morning to you again good good afternoon good evening um whether it's midnight or um 2 am when you listen to this i don't know those those times both seem pretty uh smart to be listening to this podcast at already starting this off killer this is just already a just a, a killer intro. Uh, I know you guys are feeling it already, but this is also an episode of a lot of non-sequiturs, so you know what it makes perfect sense. It's I. It's oh, I was looking for the word ideal. I was going to say that 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 sounds like an ideal time to listen to the podcast. The episode today is with the creator of the rent is too damn high party, Jimmy McMillan. Uh, what a character! What a guy! Um, I remember learning about him when I was in school, and I saw his car on St. Mark's, and oh, Dylan, why are you so professional? I don't know, man, because I'm just killing it each day. I'm just made for this life, as my phone goes off. Um, I, I People in, in New York will know he, started, he ran in like 2010 and a couple other times, uh, very interesting character again as I say that interesting guy and uh, then he kind of fell off the face of the earth a little bit and I was like oh I hadn't heard from him and then I saw that he was trying to run again and I decided to hit him up cuz I was like that guy is for sure crazy um he might have some amazingly profound things to say but there's also some crazy there for sure I mean just look at a picture of him and you're like this is this is a, this is a, I'm not going to say the word character again, because I kind of hate it when people call someone a character, because it's just, well, they're a character, What you're a character, hey Radio 51059, we're here with some characters calling in right now, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Now, why did I just do radio voice? Is it because uh, I was doing it before the the intro, and I wanted to do it again on air? Yeah, that was definitely a big part of it. Um, is it because I'm doing non-sec word to get you guys ready for this podcast? Yes, also. Because I'm always doing stuff for you, the listener, at the end of the day. He talks about... he's he, he went to Vietnam, has PTSD from it, also has amnesia from it. Also, in the beginning, he talks about some kind of... like. I almost said hurt. Some kind of cut and injury he got in his groin from the war like 50 years ago. And he's just had it. And it just has never healed. Which is pretty hot to um, hear him talk about. But then he became a male person. At one point he explains how he was a stripper. Which you, you guys should listen to. The point is... He goes – then he goes into politics and he starts talking about hashtag – he starts t- talking about the Me Too movement and uh, with some stuff that I just um, straight up don't believe in at all. Um, but if, if that – if the stuff he says makes you want to turn it off because like it might, just trust me, keep listening because it's like every moment that you think, all right, I'm done with this. He just drops some random soundbite, like just just some knowledge or a thought from his head that you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Or just, it, it was funny, man. I was laughing half like through half of the interview, just that the shit he was talking about. Oh my god, he, he says some wild shit. I don't know how many times I can just say that, but. At the end of the day, I think it'll make you um, very, like, sure about whether or not you voted for him ever. That's all I'm saying. Some people are going to want to vote for him. Some people aren't. I mean, if you vote for him, if you were like – here's what I'll say. If you're like, hey, Dylan, I'm thinking about voting for the, the rent to Student High Party guy, I'd be like, how about you listen to this interview first and then – we can talk after and see where you're at, just in your whole identity and how you're feeling about yourself. Um, but it's it's a fun one, and this this intro this morning is going it's going a lot slower. I hope you guys like that. It's it's morning for me. I woke up, made some coffee. Let's get a little sip action. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Isn't the best cup I've brewed? That's pretty good. Chemex. If you're not fucking with that chemex life, what are you doing? If you're still making it on a one of those drips with the shitty brown coffee filters that are made from like grated up jeans. Dude, get into the 21st century, right? They have things now that it boils water and it goes up through a tube to steep the, the coffee and then comes back down the tube because of like pressure and shit and science. And that's the kind of coffee you need to be getting on. Not Mr. Coffee Brew at home. It's my morning rants about coffee. But yeah. We're pretty chill in this intro. I'm just letting you guys know what you're about to get into. This is going to be fun for you. It's just interspersed with political ideas that um, many times during it, I was like, I don't really know what's happening. And then stories from being in Vietnam or stripping or just waxing about how he thinks all people are the same um how he thinks me too is bullshit that's always fun to hear it's just actually nice to hear it be like oh wow okay some people actually think like this i'm gonna be totally honest because i didn't think someone could make the uh, not justification but um go after me too for this reason and criticize it for that but it someone can and they do and they also want to run for political office. So, you, you're you going to love it. You're also... What is happening my voice? <clears throat> Weird. You're also going to use it as a learning experience to see how some fucking psychopaths think. It's good. This is all good. It's all learning. We're all learning how we are, all psychos. I always feel weird saying the name of the podcast, but um, sometimes you got to feel like you're giving people a specific theme. This is not going to be super-themed show all the time, but I am trying to incorporate a tiny bit from the title just so people are like, Oh, it's called this, and that's because at the end, he does Psycho of the Week. Um, I'm still looking for more people to interview. I mean, i got like five lined up, but if you guys got people that you want to have interviewed in – basically New York or LA, because I go to both of those places uh, often enough that I could set something up. Let me know, man, because I love interviewing these weirdos. I love interviewing just interesting people in general, but let's get a whole mix of people and just party, okay? (laughs) Such a douchebag. Let's just party, dude, all right? Just fucking get people together. And just fucking talk to each other. Get to know how each other is. And then the end of the day, man, we'll just party, all right? I can I can just straight up open a corona with my eyes, all right? Because that's how you party. Let's party. And now it's been long enough. We're at nine minutes. You're welcome. I'm sorry it took so long. Should I be cutting it down? Maybe. But also I feel like I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm I'm feeling this connection right now. Are you feeling it? I'm reaching my hand out. Reach back. Yeah. It feels nice, right? Not like a sexual way, just like a two people holding hands in the air and feeling a connection that maybe they haven't had from the in the past month. I am holding my hand out this entire time in my apartment alone. All right, that's enough crazy talk from me. Um, Oh, did I have a psycho thought this week? (sighs) Did I have anyone? No, someone's have crazy thoughts when I'm with the guests. I'm like, what are you doing here? We're in my apartment. I hope you don't feel weird. I don't feel weird. but I hope you don't feel weird. Also, am I totally blowing? A lot of times I'm like, I'm blowing this interview. And (laughs) we're just talking about nothing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally blowing this up. Dylan just expressed insecurity. That's good, man, opening up. You like that? My hand's still out. I'm still holding for you. Did you let go? I didn't let go. My hand's still out. We're still having that connection? Great. Aren't the sounds of New York City beautiful? That's it. That's enough. Ten minutes is more than enough. All right, guys. Hear those words that you love to hear. Without further ado, here is Jimmy McMillan.
1: Are you crazy? Are you crazy, are you crazy? Are you are you We're are all psychos. Fucking crazy man. You like that? You like that? With Dylan
0: Paladino. We all do a i You hit right? That's right, baby. It That's how you like, say <laughs> <sound> it. Like-
1: <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> you sound good. We can, we can do a Barry White song. <laughs> uh, you you, you want to start out with the Barry White song? Can't get enough of your love. Yeah, we gotta
0: tell you right. <laughs> so, uh, how was it's uh, the day after the election day? Um, how was the election day for you? Were you were you majorly involved? Were you running all over the place?
1: No. Um, let me let me start with the facts. I'm okay. A v- I'm a Vietnam veteran. All right. And I learned yesterday mm-hmm. that I'm having surgery on the 13th for a war injury, a surgery I had in Vietnam that opened up on me. Okay. And uh, it first started with pain, and then it all of a sudden started uh, opening up little drips of blood found on my sheets that I knew not where it was coming from. I said, let me check it out. And it was coming from the surgery that I had 50 years ago. And
0: uh, What was the injury when injury, you were in Vietnam?
1: I don't even know. Uh, all I know, I, I speculate sometimes uh-huh. just to have a conversation about Vietnam, but how I got hurt and why, I have no, I was in a, I guess it was a bomb explosion because I don't remember. All I know is I look at the papers they give me and I be trying to figure out what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah. I looked up, I had uh, stitches in my groin. Uh-huh. Oh, why the hell this happened? And then somebody said that uh, I lifted a helicopter off of some dead soldier because I was a gunner. I, I had a helicopter. I knew, I knew you used to fly it in Vietnam. You flew or you were uh,
0: operating um, the gun.
1: I was operating the gun, but when the warrant officer if the warrant officer got shot and killed, you had to be prepared to fly.
0: it. You be prepared to fly the helicopter. Yeah, Holy this is shit. war.
1: This is war zone. When I came home, uh-huh. I do remember them wanting me to get involved in aviation. Uh-huh. I also. A field doctor, a field doctor got killed, and I helped pull some lead out of a lot of soldiers so they can come home. I never knew what happened to them. My job was to try to help save your life, and a hero is nothing but a sandwich. hero is nothing them,
0: but a sandwich? It's
1: a sandwich. But one of the most major things that I got involved in was searching for John McCain. Searching for John McCain. For, in, in, yeah. in In Vietnam. Uh, we searched for him Relentlessly, every time we fly over a place, we look like we've seen POWs. Uh huh. Me and myself, uh, I was a main lead gunner in the lead helicopter and taking soldiers as far to the combat zone as possible. Okay, I would climb down on a rope with my bayonet. I didn't take my rifle because if you sh- shoot, fire your rifle, you give yourself away. Yeah, and you were in their zone, you would be outnumbered. So I use my bayonet, being a karate expert, I use all of that. To-
0: karate expert
1: i uh, martial mm-hmm. art, show the kind of go I use all of that to come home alive. the mm-hmm. reason why I'm particularly the way I am now. I'm martial art design. I believe in respect. There's a way you do something to get people to listen. There's a way you run a country. Mm-hmm. Uh, if The country seemed to be, I won't say the country, to run crowds, which we know how to do.
0: Yeah. Well, how long were you in Vietnam?
1: <laughs> Four years. I was there three years in hospital and court uh-huh. martial. Got involved in a fight. You so know, were you
0: drafted, or did you?
1: Uh, I don't even know. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I was because what happened. I come from a southern town. Uh-huh. This I can remember, and I came home with amnesia.
0: You got amnesia from it.
1: I came home with I didn't know my. I, I right now I don't remember anyone I went to school with. Wow. I don't know. Uh, uh, nobody I served with, so I knew something was wrong. I just yes. never, I just said, fuck it. I just moved yeah. on moved on. This, this is my country. I ain't apologizing for nothing. I ain't most of the two, the two different sides of the mm-hmm. world. Which you talk to, when you talk to a, a black group. Mm-hmm. The the militant comes in. I don't fight no white man's war. You be like, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And then when you talk to the talk to the other group, uh-huh. it's like it's like thank you for your service and stuff. It's, it's two different conversations you have, telling two different groups of people about your experience in the war, which I have no experience to tell them about anyway, because I was I was the one that shooting on the other end shooting. Yeah. All I know that Mama son in Vietnam called me cowboy, because <laughs> <laughs> every time I see something move, I shoot it. And I'm good with a rifle or pistol. And I'm a bomb specialist. I can make bombs right now. Wow,
0: okay. They
1: they called it a demolition specialist. I used to come down on my helicopter on a rope. This this, I can remember. Yeah. Come down on a rope with my bayonet, go down and dismantle the bomb and pull me back up. Because sometimes we could see the strings coming from the field where Viet Cong was out there waiting to detonate it. So you
0: would spot a bomb and then they would lower you down to disarm it.
1: Yeah, certain, certain things told us that a bomb was there. when you on a, when you on the terrain long enough nobody have to tell you it's a bomb you know what it is you, uh-huh. you, like I said a hero remember the same as you go down and dismantle it because you don't want none of the soldiers driving by in a truck taking supplies and run over it yeah things like that so there's a lot of reasons why you just you just took command nobody gave you any specific orders to do this you just you do what you had to do and it was and, and keep it moving. That's what I did during the war. Jeez,
0: you just nonstop. Is that so? Do you think <laughs> your injuries what caused you to have that amnesia? I don't know. Um, you don't remember hitting your head or something, and that's what caused it,
1: or no? I don't. I, I like I told you, out of macho, when you talking to sit and talk to people, well, I don't. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's nobody better than veterans than tell a whole lot of lies. Yeah. Veterans will tell you they kill somebody that ain't their shit. They just do that to try to fit in. When I, when I hear them talking, I know they didn't kill no damn body because it's just... It's just. You see you see me shaking a little bit now? Yeah. I don't know where that come from. I had fallen in 2012 and hit my head. Okay. And after that accident, I started having... Tremors? But I've been having pain from my groin ever since I left Vietnam. Even as I was set on the debate, mm-hmm. as, as I run for public office in every... To be 71 years old now, every day, for 50 years, I've had pain to my groin. The question: It was my pain, mm-hmm. and I didn't want nobody to pity me. I kept my mouth shut. I, after I leave, after I left the debate and mm-hmm. went home, I sit in a tub of water uh-huh. because my groin was so painful that yeah. I kept saying, "Somebody said, well, why are you not married?' I, you, just, you just, I can't tell you. You, you wouldn't understand." <laughs> yeah, I went to the when I went to the doctor. On the fifth, yeah, That's November, it's two I days said, ago. I y- said yes. I said uh, people said, "Why are you not running for governor?" I didn't try. I didn't try. I, I fought the board of elections for one point, but I just said the pain just wouldn't wouldn't let Simpson me do it. I said I'm gonna. Let me, I went. I went to check myself into the VA. Uh huh. And when the young when the doctor came, I said, "Whoo!" I almost started crying because I'm finally getting something done about this. All these years, I like, getting old. I said, I'm just tired of the pain. So when the doctor came, listen carefully. Yeah. She said, uh-huh. tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I said to myself, this is a fucking woman. What a, what a, what a guy? I saw the accident. Is, 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 is the doctor coming in, the male doctor? She said, but I didn't, I didn't ask her. She said, drop your pants. I'm like, oh shit! My shit is all shrunk up. My shit, my shit. Oh, you worried about your your dick being small? That's what you worried about. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. These things, these things, guys don't tell women, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Getting dick, all nervous. Yeah, the, the dick retreated.
1: It <laughs> <They> retreated. <laughs> 'Cause you're not do comedy anyway. This is not this ain't no comedy, this is real shit that <laughs> is happens. Real shit things that guys think about that, that need to come back. We don't we're paralyzed with all this groping shit going on. Uh uh-huh. let me finish telling you about this doctor. Two days ago, yeah, that was... Japanese woman or Chinese woman, whatever you were, uh-huh. she said, Lay back. And she put her gloves on.
0: Uh-huh.
1: She said, God, I had my I have I had my I I, I put my nuts. Ah, so she can so she can see it, right? So she can see the scar. Yeah. She said. She looked at me. She said, "You're gonna have to take them drawers off." <laughs> I said to myself, "Holy shit!" Oh my, God. my boy, done ran up in the corner here. I gotta pull him. I make to try to make it look like it got some <laughs> kind of meat on him, you know. <laughs> she took it and she grabbed it and she she, she grabbed him and she pulled him aside. Thought, oh shit! She, woman never did this shit, but she got my dick in her hand, you know. <laughs> but, and then she's seen the scar. Uh huh. That's when it got serious. Yeah. What happened? They had. I got. The, I, got I was able to obtain the medical record from the surgery. Uh huh. They had put some dissolving tissue stitches mm-hmm. in my groin, in the testicles, and they Jeez. never dissolved properly. Okay. For 50 years, they've been sticking out of me. It's been chilling. Yeah.
0: That's pretty crazy.
1: So. She wanted to. Do, they wanted to do to do. There's like there's five of them sticking up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She wanted to do one yesterday. I said no, no, not. I had to, you know, not because if she wanted to do one yesterday, and wanted to do the rest of the four on Thursday, not Thursday, but Veterans Day is Monday. Mm-hmm. I said no, not Veterans Day, because I wanted to. I got a little pain, but I had to take a sample to make sure that it wasn't malignant, you know, cancer. Yeah, yeah. So she cut the, She cut that little piece off. Mm-hmm. Man, my shit been. My baldness been hurting all goddamn night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, that's
0: why we had to postpone this one day. No, no we yeah. did, we did. Yeah.
1: But I, I, you don't realize, uh huh, from nineteen sixty. I mean, you're seventy one,
0: man. Fifty years, you said this stuff's been going on. That's right. Yeah, that's but, right. So, but this is not related to because you were you were in Vietnam and you had said something about you had had to deal with Agent Orange as well, right?
1: I have farm children. Really? Yes. I, I I have to deal with that. When I used to see my gloves, when I be on TV, uh-huh. I wear my gloves. Yeah. Because I don't know what causes these things that have been that wrong. The well, question is that, let me fast forward this a little bit. Uh-huh, okay. I have a housing property on St. Mark's. The landlord tried to evict me. Okay. He locked me out the building, refused to give me a key in 2009, 2008. Uh-huh. The judge in 2008 or, 2000 or 2009 ordered him to give me a key. He refused to give me a key, See, he because he he didn't want no black people in his building. You know?
0: Oh, you think it was a racist? Well, thing? the
1: question is, why you don't hear me talk about it? Because I'm a veteran. I'm a, I don't deal with no black. I, I don't I don't deal with no. He don't know who he is. He's black too, motherfucker. You he, he <laughs> <He's> learn.
0: <laughs> he's black and he doesn't want any more black people. No, he's in a the...
1: Jewish guy. Oh. <laughs> But people don't know who they are. They, we all from Africa. We all yeah. from a Homo sapiens. Yeah, yeah. But I don't get into that color shit. I need that for the people who like to thrive on that racial shit. Uh-huh. You know? Like what's going on now? Ah, you racial. you wrote on the monument. You writing the word nigga the shut the fuck you a nigga too. <laughs> when you learn who you are, you can live with people. Let them talk. They don't know who they are. That's their problem. Uh huh. That's what I believe in. This is what makes the martial arts a little different than anything else. Understanding who you are. And something I said what kind of look. Okay. Two niggas walked in the street a woman and a man uh-huh right in front of us right now right in front of us now okay. they're white yeah they're but white the question is that evolution uh-huh. changes complexion in the time Uh uh-huh. the from 250,000 years ago living in an environment where there was nothing but ice and the mitochondria of that woman uh-huh is is in the to National Geographic is in a uh, uh, mitochondria that's the woman is right. and every woman on the planet uh-huh. They found it in a woman from Tanzania. Yeah, and your Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. Every black guy thinks he's from Africa. He's not. No, because he don't forgot his ass is in slave trade. They traded his ass. They bred his ass. He, they don't. They, they don't think. Don't think before you open your mouth and be able to have something coming out your mouth where people can learn this knowledge. Mm-hmm. When you hit somebody. So why go join the Ku Klux Klan? Jo- join the Klan. Let them know I'm, you you like me. We niggas together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want a black
0: guy to join the Ku Klux? Yeah, Klan? join
1: the Klan. Let them know that we all niggas. We all. I we're, don't know. I don't know if they if they be welcome into that. You know. But the That's, question is, Ed, you got to educate these motherfuckers who don't who don't want to know. Ed, you, you use it as a comic show, uh-huh. but educate them at the same time. Okay. You know, don't just quit your girlfriend because she was in there fucking your boy, fucking your homeboy. when you turn your back? <laughs> You know, have some courtesy when you catch them fuckers. You knock on the door and say, "Excuse oh me, Francis. When you finish with Joe, call me. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm next, okay? Don't don't walk out and leave her because it's cheaper to keep her. Because you walk out and leave her, the next one's going to be just as fucking bad.
0: Damn. So you're saying instead of breaking up with your girl, if you catch with- her cheating on you with your best friend, just come back later don't and bro- forgive her.
1: No, you you, you, you know, that's not saying to forgive her. What you going to forgive her for? She's free to do what she want to do. The question is, she gave him something to tell her, I'm next. She's your girlfriend, though. She can't be fucking your best friend, though. That's what girlfriends are for. Girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriends, she's trying to find the right man for her. She have a right to fuck anybody she want to fuck. She's not your wife. Damn. She's not your wife. You have a marriage, or she's free to do what she want to do. So, is,
0: so, you want some polyamorous relationships? That's what you want. Yeah. No,
1: that's not. That's not that. You're putting. You're putting words. It's not a relationship because you're not married. We, okay. She have a right to find who she so wants. So until
0: you lock it down with the ring, it's a free for all.
1: You set a mouthful, and that's <laughs> what it's all about. You know, you could be talking to you, to this lady you are seeing, uh-huh. and you say, "Yeah, that's my girlfriend right there." A girlfriend is a friend. Okay. She's uh, not your wife,
0: she's you not know, your. Wife. You,
1: you can't be telling her what she can do with 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 her with her vagina,
0: yeah, damn yeah, yeah it's it's progressive man. It's her body her choice, right
1: well, that's how I live that's what yeah. i went to that's what I went to the war to fight for so that people Freedom. can get their lives together. I don't know where how I get this where it come uh-huh. from, all I know is that during the war, okay, things changed. I was a young boy, but you you go to war and you learn and you come back. You educate people on what they did wrong in this life. To give you, we got to get this planet right. Mm-hmm. And as animals, can you imagine me and you both sitting in the car with no clothes on, just hair?
0: Just our hair, just chilling here. Just hair. Okay.
1: But people are in clothes now, you know. Yeah. You? What I'm saying is that this is what the life is all about. Mm-hmm. We have a, a young man. I love him to death because he's the homo, first I say, how you homos doing? Uh-huh. And the eyebrows lift up. It's not homo it's homo sapiens. Sapien.
0: It's everybody.
1: His name is Donald Trump, he's a homo. Oh. <laughs> Donald Trump's, Leave
0: Trump's a homo.
1: homo. So am I. Yeah, and yeah. And so are you.
0: I'm a homo, bro, we're Leave all homos. Leave
1: him alone because the homos, the homo sapiens on the planet need food. Okay. They need a roof over their head. They need food on the table. I said it, and money in their pocket. They need job. Yeah, that's what this homo is in a position to do. Leave him alone. But some homos are wealthy with money. They don't care about homos like me and you who don't have a damn thing. Uh-huh. They don't think about. I look at them different than you. You think about the non-profit programs they have that benefit them and not. Elections is all about what what the people voted on yesterday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the people of poverty, the people of poor. It was about those of wealth and those with nonprofit programs that that are doing really good. Okay. But pe- they don't they won't know that until they get educated to see explain
0: that. that more. So you're saying yesterday was more about nonprofits and people with money than a referendum for the poor or yeah.
1: Two different. The banana and the towel is a good example.
0: Okay, so we got a banana in the car and we got a towel. All right. Right.
1: We we put yesterday vote was for the towel. Okay. The bananas are the poor. Okay. There was nothing. There's nothing in the vote can help them. Not even the blacks and Hispanics that that won election yesterday. Okay. They can't help these people over here.
0: Why not? They don't, don't know how. Don't you think it's a good thing that you know yesterday two, I think the two of the first. Uh, Muslim um, Congress people were voted uh, into the House. I think now that's you're a good mixing theme. apples with oranges. But I'm yeah. saying, it's so like there were just, so you're saying even the people yesterday that were maybe of like Latino or black descent, like, those people you don't think can help the poor? No. Why not? They don't know. They don't know how to?
1: No, they don't know. Why not? They, 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 they got, they ran for public office on a, on a Donald Trump scenario that he's not good for the country. Okay. And people, and violated people's rights. They did not have an agenda. How are you going to create jobs to keep get to keep these people working? Uh-huh. It's something I'm going, to, I'm going to I'm going to tell you how you how that is done right now. The mistake, the mistakes made in government, uh-huh. and people have to understand how you you can if you're going to help if you can help the people.
0: Hold on one second. No, I hear that. Let's pause that. <laughs> of course, as soon as I pause it, he turns it off. City. Let me
1: explain this clearly because my job yeah is, edu- is to educate. Is why people love me so much across the world. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm doing, what I'm going to tell, talk to you about right now. Okay. I asked the banana.
0: Okay. Bananas are poor people, people are unemployed. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Before you could talk about creating a job for them, you got to first be able to be able to talk about creating a job for them so they could have money to, to rent an apartment or to buy a house or whatever. How okay. are you going to do that? They don't know. But I can tell you what, what they should know and what they should address. This government this government raised the retirement age
0: mm-hmm.
1: raising the retirement age from 62 to 70 something he cut the young people opportunity off for be able to get a to get a job and to be able to have social security for the future okay but when you lower the retirement age you got millions of people young people that you can put to work right now those those young people are cut out a shutout, because you left that opportunity for the older people who should you should retire them. We had a good system, but one president came into office and cut that system up because they was they did they, they, they something was happening to the country they didn't understand so they raised the retirement age and made it difficult for the young people to be able to get jobs. Yeah.
0: Which president raised the retirement age? I can't
1: remember age. exactly what it, it was, my, was was it under Bush or was it under You said because the retirement age right now is
0: 65 I believe.
1: I know they 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 raised it. Uh-huh. It, it was it was lower than it. even even if it's two or three years. 62... Yeah, it was like sixty-two to sixty-five. Sixty-two would have been great. Let them retire because you open it. And the reason you do that, the reason you do that, is to give the young people underneath these older seniors an opportunity to live on this planet. For the system we have we had is working fine. But when they begin, when they change it, I said, oh, we got problems coming. That's what I began to focus on the rent, creating a party called the Rent Too Damn High Party. Yeah, they're, the rent
0: is too damn high party. It's, right, because
1: yeah. these young people who, we say, are under there, they're not working, they don't have any money. Where, where are they going to go? They can't afford to pay $1.7 million like they do it on 59th, 57th Street for mm-hmm. a one-bedroom apartment. Where are they going to live? There's no place for them to go, and they can't even see, see that. They're not focusing on it. They're being directed by the Democratic Party because Clinton lost. The Democratic Party lost, basically, Clinton lost. They're being directed, directing the people to things that Donald Trump doing. And that's not the way they have torn the country apart, but it can be corrected and straight. If I don't, I need to get involved in public office to try to get this message clear because people need, once people are working and start spending money, these little problems that you think is the problem right now will, will disappear and will go away. But these are the things, this is how you run the country and get the country, um, Back in order. If there's anything about this you don't understand, ask me because I'm talking so much. Some one or two things I left out. (laughs) (laughs) No, so
0: okay, yeah. You, you're literally the name of your party is the rent is too damn high. So, is so your what you're saying is that you think if you can lower rent across the board, it'll give people more disposable income that they can use to what have a job to to, to, to try other things. Yeah. What is what what is your what's your main goal with the rent is too damn high party?
1: Right now the main goal with rent to them my party is to give people an opportunity to be to be free. Okay. And there's so many things that has gone wrong within that being free. To be able to to be able to own not only to own. People talk about owning their home, mm-hmm. but New York is so crooked the homes that you buy in New York isn't worth spending a million dollars for because as you do investigating if you look if you look at a house that's going for, that used to sell fifty thousand dollars or seventy-five thousand dollars, that jumped from fifty thousand or seven thousand to seven hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Now it's one million. But when you look at the structure, uh, not from the looking at it from the brick faced stucco, go in the basement and look up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you'd be like, "Who the what the what the fuck is this?" Because they know they they're getting over. It. This is set up by uh, Andrew Cuomo and his boys, and I, I say Andrew Cuomo and his boys because that's the fact of who. Who who's started the question of is they're not mad at you they don't they're not doing this to block you okay they don't want me they, they don't want, want you they, in they don't want people to look like me with the skin skin complexion as me you everybody about in the government yeah everybody everybody on the planet who are white who are suffering who are light lighter skin uh-huh. they're suffering because of me they don't want me in there. they're doing all this to keep you just in the way. Yeah, the high price is just to keep you out but it's not targeted, it's targeted at me people who live in Brooklyn, Bronx and out of Manhattan and Queens there's nowhere to go they're 400 years behind they don't have nothing some whites talk out of turn when they talk they say well they, they, they could have did this and you don't know my dreams are different than your dreams my dreams mm-hmm. at night when I lay down to sleep I, I hear my ancestors crying, help me son, help me Help me, grandson, from being chained up and sold on a market as slaves. These Mm -hmm. are internal dreams that you can't ask me how, what I'm dreaming about. They just pop up in my dream. And these are the things that I, that I, we're different. But because we are different, someone has to stop these Negroes from continuously brainwashing their children. They're brainwashing. How are they brainwashing their children? I said, you know, I paused on that one. I am saying, uh-huh. that's what I was saying to myself, he don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They had, they had a a monument mm-hmm. this weekend. Somebody scarred the face of it, put the kill the nigga. Okay, where they, was it? Do You remember? It was on the, the, the monument down near Wall Street, that area. I'll tell you. And some people use that. As an opportunity to not explain who these people are, they they use this as an opportunity to continue to get attention to the cause of of uh,
0: so, uh, so uh, um, the African burial ground monument in Lower Manhattan
1: right was defaced yeah right There's a way you handle that you don't come out and and want to kick ass and and address matters about we're not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And we, the education part is not there when I look at it, the education part that we all are homo sapiens and if you look, somebody wrote it and it may be white, it could be Spanish somebody black could have done it, somebody Jewish could have done it
0: yeah, I mean most likely not a black person did it, but you know you never it's know. not
1: an issue, Okay, people can't buy food people can't buy food, people can't pay their rent mm-hmm. that's uh, the media loved oh, the media loved this because of the, because of Hillary Clinton and the feud that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton have, in the media making the media making money they wasn't making before, this is a golden opportunity for them to become filthy rich. And they're capitalizing on it. But the question is that: what? Look what it's doing to the children. The kids come home in the evening. They turn the TV and radio on. They talk about groping men, boys, and girls. This is the way we fuck. <laughs> Wait, are
0: we talking about the Me Too movement now?
1: Everything we you have you can't not you you can't not avoid talking about it, because we talking about human development because the children are paying attention to everything we're doing. Okay. They gave it a they gave it a name, but give me a break. I used to be a stripper. You used August to be a stripper. It, uh, How long were you a stripper for? Maybe ten years. Ten years. Turn damn. to Bill O'Reilly. Go to Bill O'Reilly. Hit Bill O'Reilly, Jimmy McMillan, the stripper.
0: Okay.
1: It, it'll come up on your phone, on your on your iTube right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I, I I wanted people to know that embarrassment to my government, mm-hmm. you created a rental to my party. Why are you a stripper? Because I have deformed children. My government told me, because I would expose the Agent Orange and my children would deform that, your children is your responsibility.
0: Became, oh, the Agent Orange affected you and then it affected your children.
1: No doubt. So I use it. I tell everybody what ha- why I do it to embarrass my government for the way my government ignored me, by for failing to help me. And my daughter still haven't gotten help from the federal government for being for being a spasm deformed uh-huh. with spinal bifida. So uh-huh. that's why I went public with it. And I and I'm very proud to let everybody know. Yes, I was a stripper, but it goes deeper than that. Me as a stripper, all the going to the club. I'm having a whole lot of fun with my g-string on. Put my dick on women's shoulders. Sometimes <laughs> women. <laughs> Women will grab my dick and put it on their shoulders themselves. <laughs> but the question is that, where's the fun? Where's if I know some bold-ass women, I know some bold-ass women walk up to your pants, they look at you, walk up to the front of your pants, they, grab, they, grab, they, grab, they grab, grab your dick and say, what is that? <laughs> this is the kind of world that we we living in a free world. But once somebody claiming that they grow, but I know a lot of women who go, go into a place will walk in there just to get you to fuck them so they can get a job.
0: Oh, okay. You're yeah, saying taking advantage of their sexuality. You
1: have to stop it. Stop it. Please stop. Enough is enough. This is something that... Can you find it? Oh, yeah, I'm good. This is something that we have to say because the children are listening enough. We're not saying shit. We ain't saying nothing. We're not saying anything because Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. the Democratic Party, and Republican Party is in a feud. Okay we haven't said and this is I have a problem with all of that we have to get back to being human beings again so the rent too damn high party is here to nail it put a nail in the coffin and remind everybody that the rent is too damn high you don't have time to be playing because the children what about you You can have a debate and I guarantee you when you listen to the debate Uh for the whole time they're talking not one thing has been said about the children not one thing with the children,
0: and how they're being raised. Nothing. Or? So, so just so I can get on the same uh, page as you. You think the the Me Too movement is promoting
1: children to think? It's promoting nothing but talk. It's talk. Promote, okay. It's, it's promoting nothing.
0: It's, so it's not. You don't think it's helping that we're bring no, the bring no. the light all these horrible dudes that are doing this shit.
1: No, those who are doing this is non-profit organizations looking out for themselves. This ain't about helping. Can't, it's not helping anybody do it because we are animals with this behavior uh-huh. uh, that has been forced upon us through the press, through the through the media. It, it's not helping, and most of these non-profit organizations are basically people. what non-profits. I don't know nonprofit am talking about. The Me Too movement it's a nonprofit organization. Oh,
0: okay. Then I'm, me Too. Okay. Time's up. You say, and, and you're saying these nonprofits are just doing stuff
1: to help them out? Help themselves. Help themselves. Get attention and draw attention to their cause to benefit them Yeah, more. but they're
0: helping women who didn't have a voice before to no, speak not. about. But how, how How are they not? There's stuff coming up about a Harvey Weinstein, about a bunch of other guys that are you know mistreating women and sexually harassing them and now they can finally come out about it no no there's
1: a woman in south carolina her name is elaine reddick she was sterilized they took her baby out of her because they said it was a south carolina law north carolina law where black women could be sterilized and you have black men who have been incarcerated this is not to help blacks to help whites with non with different uh, non-profit organizations you're saying the me too movement is for white people not for black people is that well, what you're saying? Let me just, uh-huh. let me let, let me, I like to state the facts and you decide that. Okay. They, there's a woman in South Carolina, her name is Elaine Reddick. Yeah. They cut her open like a hog, and okay. took her baby out, sterilized her through a program they later found it to be eugenics. There are black men who, in 19, in 19 before 1960 something, uh-huh. was, was castrated. So who you think the movement—why the, the, haven't these—if these, it's a woman's movement, this woman sued North Carolina, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and tried—they threw, the, threw the lawsuit out. So you tell me if you're going—you can't just do right for one and over, overlook the rights of one just to pay attention to the rights of all because you got a group that's a nonprofit organization who is white, who has thought of this for you to, to want me to believe that you're teaching everybody but the eugenics movement mm-hmm. has a program called a population decreasing the population who have bill gates rockefeller Carnegie, and all of these all these nonprofit organizations as well as donald, mm-hmm. uh, donald bloomberg and quite a few other rich guys under through the eugenics movement reducing the population to under a billion people so there's a lot going on that's not being expressed and addressed so I can't. I hear them talk about the Me Too movement, but, okay. But that's that's for your side. All these all these people who have been sold through the slave market. When when I go to the wall, when I go to the stock exchange, mm-hmm. I have to pay to get in. Why 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 haven't I been given a free pass?
0: Doesn't everyone have to pay to get in?
1: Why should I? To get this is where my according to history. My ancestors were sold and traded in the stock exchange. They, okay. have, they have the dog show. Before it was the dog show, they had a chain around my people's neck walking around. Before they invented the dog, those, those, it was at one time called the slave show. But what I'm simply saying, move on. Okay. Ain't no such thing, no me too. Straighten the booze. You give it a name for what? You give it a to name. To try and to, help to keep,
0: people that are being mistreated.
1: Leave it alone. You helping people out t- not talking about it because the media making money for it. You're gonna con- we- we're gonna use that as an excuse and an alibi. Your best choice is to leave it alone
0: and just let it continue happening. And no, no, no no, 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 no.
1: You adding things to it that don't supposed to be adding to that. Okay. You no know, such so thing is you. you no know, such so thing as you have. They have already recorded presidents of the United States about maybe ten of them uh-huh. have slaved a lot of not slaved, There's a lot of black children. Okay out here because of the president's impregnated the slave. Okay. It stopped. Nobody had to create a movement to stop it. They just stopped fucking black women. (laughs) So this is the way the weak the weak see well you let it keep going. It's not a matter of keeping... Shut up. It's the media making money off of it. The media is making... The media is making tons of money off of what is going on now. The question is not a conversation to to myself and anybody into the martial art movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, believe- what's the
0: martial arts like? How did you start training in that? How, how did you become this self proclaimed martial arts master? When did that happen?
1: Well, I'm talking to you today. And I spent four years in Vietnam and I killed a lot of people. So you figure that one out, right? <laughs> not for me to decide and not for me to make. The but same- were, you,
0: were you training before in Vietnam or like did you train before or after? Or did you train? in Vietnam, and that's when you became the the master.
1: I watched some soldiers called rock soldiers from Korean soldiers. Mm-hmm. They would go out into the jungles that morning, at sun up, before the sun came up, mm-hmm. because we was right next to them everywhere we went. Korean soldiers. Twelve of them would leave. Twelve of them would come back all blooded up. Jeez. And I would watch them train, and I figured they had to I want to learn what they learned. I would try to, try to fire, pay attention to what, they, what their style was. And paying attention to their style, their style was that so they don't talk about what they did. They would go out into the jungles and they would just do it. It wasn't a shot fired. They used their bayonet and I learned to use my bayonet. We, even I had my M16 and my mm-hmm. rifle. This before I became a gunner. And I learned how to live. It's the same thing. People need to learn how to live here. What the, the information that people that, they, that, that are doing now, like what you had mentioned to me of how you're going to stop it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that you're not you create more of a problem. Created more of a problem trying to educate people on something you don't know how to prevent. And by not knowing how to prevent, how can you stop something you don't know how to prevent? You're just doing it because you have an idea of how mm-hmm. you thinking. You thinking it's helping. And like, who are you to say is helping? Because the target is, 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 these, is these children. The children are victims of believing the adults feel that this is going to help. So let's start this Me Too movement. And it, how, who are you to say that? You don't be wondering why there's so many gun violences? Why are there so many kids running into schools with guns and shooting and killing? Mm-hmm. What have we done? to the, We have poisoned the human mind to have we caused this, this eruption that we see? Because we are so smart, we feel that you have turned your young children into slaves because you say it's going to work. It's the reason I talk like I do, because I'd be like, "Say so who in the fuck are you?" Just it's, it's not it's, it's just a matter because it's in the newspapers and the press talk about it, and somebody's good, drawing a lot of attention about it. Leave it alone, mm-hmm. because some woman said she was some man fondled her. Okay. How did I know she didn't back that booty up on my dick in the fucking club? And, oh you know, and I grab her ass and they think "You know, you take a picture with my hand on her ass." Oh she gonna say that that fun of her? God. You know, come on, man. <laughs> that's why. That's whatever, what when you talking? You talk, you talk to a lot of guys. A guy sitting in the corner over there, he, he go like his hair. He can't. He want to say anything because that's what. That's only thing his dick can do.
0: It just go up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wow.
1: You sit like that. It's, it's a it's a it's a conversation. It's a conversation uh-huh. between the penis and the vagina. Okay. Why are we interfering with the penis and the but penis and the vagina conflict? Okay. Going to court sooner, a man, getting fired from a job, over the penis and the vagina conflict. I've seen so many women. Uh huh. I had a, one of my buddies put a sock in his shit. All right. Put his shit in a sock. Okay. And put his pants on and made his shit look buff. Okay, and boy, the girls love that. I never will forget that. I'm saying to myself, "What? People going to jail for this shit now? Mm-hmm. All the all the women that I've seen in New York.
0: I, mean, I don't think it's for that, but yeah,
1: go crazy over there. That not in his clothes, and now you're going to prison. It's crazy. We need to we need to find a way to tone mm-hmm. our children take uh, in a different direction. They don't need to hear it. They don't need to even talk about a Me Too. Uh-huh. They need to tune out because you, you, okay. you you're creating a lot of damage to the young boys and and, and the young girls okay. growing up mm-hmm. because you wake up with a heart on like a motherfucker. You know, you wake what? up, your dick is hard like a you, yeah. You, you, come on, man. Yeah, I know. And you a boy, I know you know. It, and the question is that you waking up like that, making up excuses to the things that when a little girls when a little girl said she like said, oh, you know these these things happen. And you, you ain't got to ask them. You can just imagine what they do when uh-huh. they see. Leave life alone. Let life take care of itself. You don't promote it through the newspapers and through people who think, well, I'm educating you through the Me Too. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. right. Something for these kids to do. Okay. In the afternoon scoop. Well, what's on television for the kids other than the news talking about what Donald Trump said of a Me Too movement? Somebody don't grow somebody. Nothing. I turned the TV on one day. I don't look at TV much. I got, I got my YouTube. You watch
0: YouTube?
1: I watch YouTube because there's nothing on TV. You big, into, do you, like, do you big into conspiracies? I watch the music. It's not a conspiracy. It's a bunch of ignorant ass people who just need to, need to, who try to force their beliefs on others. That's all you're looking at, but even when it comes to the Me Too. Okay. Leave it alone. What, and I ask the same people who talk about me looking at Me Too, what have you done for the children?
0: So So now we're going, now we're back at the children.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Because okay. the target is not the children. The target is themselves. And what profit they can make for, from a movement, people sending donations to the movement, joining the movement, they'll send you they're gonna send you some kind of flyer to donate money to their nonprofit organization. It's about making money. It's not about me too.
0: It's corrupt, it
1: is what you're saying. It's about it is about me too getting rich. Yeah. But it's not about helping you through a process of human nature. hmm No, you're not gonna happen. So, anyway, so
0: you're thinking education of the kids is what's going to help with this uh, particular case? It's okay, you know. Everyone, everyone's got their opinion. You, you think the Me Too they need to shut up, and we need to teach the kids instead of
1: the. Uh, the Me Too movement is not about nothing but themselves, not about the not, not about the children. The children, okay. It's, it's nothing to do, and at, at, even at the same time, you and I sit here and we, mm-hmm. we discuss Me Too. You wait till the Me Too people hear, but I got to say. Because mm-hmm. this had nothing to do with renters. It had all to do with your ass. Cause we have a lot of problems. And because one of the problems, the major problem, is that people try to tell other people what they should and shouldn't do. Yeah. We got a problem. We got a problem on this planet. Mm-hmm. The problem on this planet is that we don't know who and the fuck we are. White people think they're superior, black people think they're superior. I wouldn't hire. I have a business. Okay. I want to put you to work. All right. But how can I put you to work with this with this attitude? Uh, I'm white. How can I hire you? And I'm black. Mm -hmm. You coming in different. I you you come to work for me. I have a certain call that I want a certain way. I want my 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 employees to look because I'm trying to attract people to my business. But you don't want to fit in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You don't want I can't hire you. They call that discrimination because I I can't be the way I want to be. And you want me to be the way you want me to be for your for your business? We have a problem. We have a communication problem. Somebody need to tell you you're not working for yourself. You're working for me. Mm-hmm. But how can you how can you express that without going to court? They're gonna call your ass discriminating. Discriminating. Call it discrimination. We have some problems that we need to straighten out. Remember Abraham Lincoln, and yeah, what did he say? Abraham Lincoln. And this, I can't, speaking of trying to figure it out, it'll come to me, it'll come back to me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Some of the problems we had is trying to fit in through slavery. Those problems could have gone away, but we had people in the black community to challenge Abraham Lincoln through the Emancipation Proclamation. His name will come to me in a minute. And it was a black guy. He was considered to be Abraham Lincoln's good friend. Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation because a lot of things was going on at the time, raping black women, and those things were not addressed. One right, one bill at a time to get us in the position we're in now. As you fast forward the conversation, we had people like uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and -hmm. and Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson used to use the word nigger all the time. He did? Yeah, it's it's in history books. I didn't know that. When you go to. Go to uh, LBJ's page and say, well, what you going to do tonight, John? Uh, well, I, I got to go ahead and sign this nigga bill. Oh, jeez. But the question is that no matter how much he said that, he did one of the best things for the Negroes that we don't even pay attention to that we need to focus on. Which is? Because after Martin Luther King was assassinated, nobody focused on On what I'm going to say. Okay. On July 2nd of 1964. Yeah. LBJ signed the Civil Rights Act of 1964 into law, mm-hmm. as well as the, um, just said the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Okay. But on that day, he also gave me my independence on July 2nd. we supposed to be celebrating that day because that's the day we were given, we was given uh, the freedom on pencil and paper with the signing of a pen by the President of the United States. And no one paid attention to it. Because Dr. Martin Luther King couldn't do it by himself, but he was—I I, don't—I don't even remember when he was assassinated because I—I I had amnesia, uh-huh. and uh, I tried to read about. It sometime I there and a say, come on, I read about. it, I know, but I, I don't try to fool myself. I, I wasn't—I was in Vietnam during the time when all this happened. I don't—I don't know don't Yeah, hey, when were
0: you in Vietnam? Was it in the early '60s, or the late 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 '50s, early '60s?
1: No, I, I do remember from reading. I—I I hadn't gone to—I went to I had, I was in Vietnam in '66. Okay. They told me it happened before I went to Vietnam, but what am I saying? But my memory was wiped out during the war on a lot of things, so I don't force myself. After to... you
0: came back from Vietnam, what were you doing until um, 2010 when you started the party? Working as a stripper. I'm a tough?
1: postal worker. Postal I was worker. A retired letter carrier. Okay. Uh, musician. I was playing. I had a band, eleven piece band. I wow. Walked away from them and. My, my daughter was a farm. Yeah, you were dealing with your daughter and, I, and, and all her mother left me because I had some problems I didn't know about. Uh, like what? I don't know. I nearly killed her. I don't you know. You nearly killed your wife? Mm-hmm. Flashback from the war. Woke up. There was a, there was a knife in the headboard where she slept. And, oh, shit. And um, I realized at that point I better... It's a combination of things. I just came home from I killed a lot of people in the war, man. I was a war vet.
0: So you, yeah, do you, so, so you said you have amnesia, but you still remember, like, parts of the war
1: where you were killing people? You remember those parts? Well, amnesia is not like dropping a cup of water on the floor and mopping it up. Uh-huh. Uh, something, I asked my doctor, I said, why is it I can remember the violent things that happened? Mm-hmm. And I can remember the Ku Klux Klan being hung before I went to Vietnam. I mean, hanging people, hanging black people. Yeah. I can remember that. But why is it? There's a lot of things that I don't remember. I don't, why I don't remember nobody I went to school with. The mind played tricks on me. I just said, man, I said, fuck it. You know, I just, it happened. Mm-hmm. They ain't got to explain it, leave it alone. And people who, people making a big deal out of life is just move on and stop trying to, they're helping somebody, they're helping themselves, they're not helping anybody by all this nonsense, even with the mean to, it, putting men and women in a difficult position to live around each other and with each other. The last thing I said, if you, if you can remember the debate I did in 2010, yeah, I spoke out about something and my, my I said, let me, let me get make this point clear because I thought I, it would be enough. Mm-hmm. And I said to the gay community, all right, if you want to marry a shoe. I'll marry you. All right. Nobody responded. Nobody responded. Nobody responded to the quote that I made on national television that went that went global.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. My message to the gay community was clear. You're free to live in the way you want to live. And nobody have a right to interfere with the way you want to live your lifestyle. Nobody picked up on it. Why they didn't pick up on it? I have no idea. You have to let them explain that to you themselves. But they, they, they call it a... You were for gay marriage, 100%. They called it a, another movement now, what do you call it, called, what it called, the GB... LGBTQ. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, because I guess I wasn't the person to make an expression so people can leave the gay community alone. Mm-hmm. So they, the LGBT, they they named renamed it, and now now they spoke about it today.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: have a member in Congress now, a member of the LGBT,
0: transgender, yeah. or
1: no, I don't know what it is. This member, they were of voted. the community, yeah, they were voted into the Congress. Mm-hmm. But the question in 2010. I broke it open on national television in a political debate, running for governor of the state of New York.
0: Yeah, before gay marriage was legalized. You said you didn't give a shit. That's
1: right. And nobody paid nobody has called me down to thank me for anything because I being in the martial arts I know a lot of gay people. There's a lot of gay people in martial arts? No, I don't know about that. That's a personal life. I'm just saying (laughs) it. Yeah, I do comedy, so you got to be careful how you talk to people because now gave people to arts, you know. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is something that you can't even do. People have been restricted from doing comedy on 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 on, uh, really? on, on things now, you know, because as a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, like I did uh True TV. Yeah, I don't know if you see me on True TV or not. I, don't know. I have not. I did some. I'd be on, I was on True TV every day when I became who I became. Uh huh. I would go down to the studio and they would do something every day. Okay. Do some filming. But back to what we were saying, it's all about me leaving you alone, letting you live out the freedom this life. You want people to
0: live their own life and make a lot of their own decisions. You're
1: supposed to. You might need help. Twice a baby, Mm -hmm. once a man. You got to crawl before you walk. You needed help making decisions at that time. Mental development is something that you need to... Not say you need like I know what you need,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you need to be around people who can lead you in the direction of there is another life within your life, but you're not paying attention to it. Open your eyes. and You can see yourself without anyone telling you that's you. But you can't see yourself when you got people around who think that you should live the way they want you to live. Right now, we're not living the way we want to live. We we live the way people want us to live by telling us what we should and can't do and you? You had stated a, a moment ago, like the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. That's not a movement to help anybody. That's, that's a movement to help themselves. I think it, it's helping women, but yeah, I mean. No, you, no, you, no. You you speaking for women? You can't do that. I okay. um, yeah, yeah, I'm not speaking and, for. Okay. And that's a problem that we that people make when they talk to me because I, uh-huh. my job as an educator is to let people know you can't say that because right now we you you're saying to people that you no. Know, you're, they're slaves. They have to listen to the master. People mm-hmm. are not slaves. If I give you the information, I hope it helps. Okay. I hope. But not to tell them that it will help you because you don't, you don't, people, 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 people are animals, man. There's a million animals. Why don't we all, we're animals. I'm watching this guy coming down the street here, right here. Okay. We animals. Why don't he look like me? We're animals, man. He got a beard like me. That's right. They asked me to say, how you make your beard grow like that? I said, fertilize. You fertilized your beard? Yeah. Well, when did the uh, the specific
0: way of cutting your beard, <laughs> when did that come out? Like, when did that come in about? The ba-
1: in the back seat of my car, uh-huh. at Ho- on Hofstra University. But when did you decide to do that? At, at Hofstra University. At Hofstra? At Hofstra. Uh-huh. Because I didn't want to look a little bit of air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll the windows down. Because I didn't want to look like Al Sharps and a Jesse Jackson. Okay, I didn't want to look like Martin Luther King. I wanted my own identity. Okay. My job was to get your attention. Yeah. To my message. I sat in the did back. It, did a pretty the, good job of that. Yeah. I said that's right. I sat in the back seat of my car. Mm-hmm. And I sat like this in the back, looking at my mirror. Mm-hmm. I had to figure. I wanted to get you. I had on a ninety-nine cent, nine ninety-nine dollar suit that I bought. I had on some sneakers for twenty twenty karate sneakers would be twenty-nine dollars for. I made my tie out of a scarf and I used bounty paper towels to go with my coat. Bounty paper towels? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my job was to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Take your attention off of everybody on that stage. Yeah. I had a message. As an independent party, everyone was sitting up there belonging to the independent party. We spoke about it over the phone. Independent parties sound like a Republican. The Green Party... Yeah, sound like a Republican and a Democrat. The mm-hmm. other party, all the parties they belong, they were they was the represent. They sounded like the you. What is your message as a, as a party, as a, belonging to an independent party? Mm-hmm. You have to be different. So, what would your if if if
0: you were to lower the rent? How would you go about doing that? Because you know it's it's the free market, it's capitalism. It's what, it's no, what, no, don't go yeah. to
1: that don't go to that free market with me. Okay. You put an organized crime racketeers and co conspirators. Okay. Into the court system to prevent people from living out rent stabilized and rent rent control. You put some money to to block that.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: violated their rights. Why should I give you the privilege of raising a rent to run them out? A, it, it, you broke the law. I am not. New York State broke the law that people' rent should be reduced because New York State did this deliberately. Invasion of privacy. They have a law called Discovery and Inspection, Article 2138. Okay. Article 2138 is not for tenants against corporation. It's for corporation against corporation. Article 240 on demand mm-hmm. in criminal court. They changed that and made it a 2138 discovery and inspection. New York state did that. The law department did that. They all are involved because the law firm of Bar and Goldstein has filtered that way into everything when it comes to housing. Free market ain't got nothing to do with organized crime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The way organized crime what organized crime have done they got everybody believing what you just said, free market.
0: Well I'm just I'm I'm asking you how you would lower the rent from everyone because you know, landlords gotta make money real, like how, how are you no, gonna go no. across the board and lower the rent?
1: No, you, you're not gonna violate the people's rights. You're not gonna you have landlords raising rent who you're supposed to register your building. Okay. You got landlords who fail to register their building, they're getting the benefits of raising rent. You yeah. have you have you have a landlord with violation. The, all of these things that are going on within the law mm-hmm. you, you you can't give them the benefit New York New York State I'm trying to find something here okay I hold this for the time being I have my blew my nose on it you're a landlord New York State for the next four years mm-hmm. can get to the bottom of this by doing one thing this is a piece of paper okay New York State. Can have you to sign this, okay, and put your losses mm-hmm. on what you lost the four years from reducing the rent to make this so the people can live. Because you're gonna get your money back, but all you have to do is sign a form for the next sign a form. Instead of raising the tenant's rent, yeah. you sign this because the money is already in Washington D.C. to give you a landlord. It was. Signed into law under the Reinvestment and Recovery Act by President Barack Obama, that law is still into existence. Okay. There's a lot of things can be done. Very long. But if you don't know it, it's like talking to the sidewalk. Okay. You, so you, you don't
0: want to just go across and create a a like rent ceiling. You just want you more want to crack down on. Uh, landlords that are breaking the law or taking advantage of tenants—is that more what you want to the do? The state, the state, yeah.
1: The state took the unified New York took the unified court system. Uh huh. The New York State Unified Court System—they have a list called a blacklist. Yeah. And on that blacklist, they every every tenant that go to court, they sell that to government agencies to help them screen troublesome tenants. Wow. How are you gonna sell information? New York State now? Yeah. How you gonna sell your information to a government agency and then try your case in the court to evict you and they charge you money to fill out the form?
0: So, wait, who's selling the information?
1: New York State Unified Court System.
0: They're selling it to...
1: Government agencies to help them screen trouble from tenants. Wow. Now you see why I got involved with the rent to them high party as a private investigator. I do. Because there's so much to... I need to start writing about it, but my pain, man.
0: The pain, yeah. Well, you got to get that taken care of, No, man. I'm, getting,
1: I'm, getting, I'm getting surgery Tuesday. Okay, good. On the 13th. Well, I let, let me finish this because... Okay. Through my pain... Mm-hmm. I thought about John McCain when he died. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here talking to you right now. I'm supposed to have been gone a long time ago. Five months ago, I was diagnosed with a heart amortism. Okay. They wanted to cut me open. Cause my The heart's supposed to be up to five centimeters. Can't go no higher than five centimeters. Yeah. My heart is right now is at five centimeters. Oh, jeez. So what did I do? My blood pressure was 181 over 118 because the Asian arms run high in your blood. Yeah, it's high. I became a vegetarian. Okay. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. My blood pressure went down from 112 over 80. Wow. Smart man. Didn't nobody have to tell me shit. <laughs> All that processed bullshit meat. I was almost gone. Yeah. This was the few this was last November. this was this is uh 2017, October okay. 2017. I couldn't hardly walk. The oxygen, my heart wasn't supplying enough oxygen for my legs to walk straight. Mm-hmm. I went to court and I almost didn't make it in court I never told her, I never told nobody because I don't, don't, don't pity me because when I left Vietnam there was a lot of guys I was the last one they seen I pushed their head in the mud give them a burial but before I pushed their head in the mud to, to bury them they told me to tell my wife Tell my children I love them. Tell my mom and dad I love them. That's different, different soldiers. Uh-huh. I'm the last person they seen. I'm the last one to watch them take that last breath. Through okay. these veterans, I have to live. So why the rent too damn high party? I think I just told you why. I think you did? I don't supposed to be here, but since I am here, I don't give a fuck about Jimmy McMillan mm-hmm. and anybody who don't like the way I feel about certain issues. That's their problem. Yeah all I do what I do know is that these young men who I pushed in the mud and gave them their last hope Uh their message this was their wish yeah where are they they're not coming home well since I did come home for my brothers they're white a lot of white boys took the bullet so I wouldn't take it because I was a lieutenant came by a general came by one time in Vietnam and said if you want to go home follow McMillan so the same thing applied to all these people mm-hmm. who have any difficulties with the me too movement and all those things if you want to get it right
0: uh-huh follow McMillan follow Mcmillan what a great way to end it man that's that's a thats that's a good statement right there I like that
1: follow McMillan
0: follow McMillan. thank you so much Demi I appreciate you thank you keep
1: it going you know why why because the rent is too, too damn, damn high, high. We all go a little mad sometimes. Sometimes.